I'm Lynn Borton, host of Choose to be Curious, here with your morning dose of curiosity to go. This week, I tried something a little different. Typically, my shows feature a little research and theory, but mostly they're conversations about how curiosity shows up in work and life. And typically, I'm encouraging people to choose to be curious. But this time, I wanted to explore what happens when our curiosity is less about choice and more about circumstances. And as it happened, I had a lead I thought might work. So this time, it's a story told in four voices about my mother-in-law's search for the father she hadn't seen since she was a child. Because, as one of my storytellers puts it, you can't help but want to know. My name is Sandra Kolker. The last time I saw my biological father, when I was 10 years old. As the years wore on and I lived this big secret because no one was allowed to know that my mother had been divorced and my, what looked like my father was really my stepfather. Uh, I, I lived a lie but was taught to never tell anything but the truth. But my curiosity remained constantly. Well, I had known that she had always wanted to know about her father, but I wasn't sure whether, if push came to shove, she would actually want us to research it at this point in her life. So we have a friend, Jennifer, who's very skillful at Ancestry.com. When I was a kid, I loved those logic grid puzzles, the ones where you're given certain facts and then you have to make everybody line up. And I just love those. I love that sense of solving a puzzle. And when I sort of fell into genealogy, I found a place where I could do nothing but logic grid puzzles. And I love it. And it's, it's just piecing together the path from a series of clues. I was just talking to my mother on the phone one day, and I said, you know, we have this friend who's really great at using these computer research tools to find out family members. Would you be interested in, in us trying to figure out uh, anything about your father? And she instantly, without any hesitation, said, absolutely. So you'll have to listen to the show to see how it turns out. I promise you will not be disappointed. Every family has its journey. As I worked on Sandra's story, I kept thinking about another family I'd interviewed and one that had worked hard to honor their own truth. Sarah and Evie Priestman were like a master class in familial respect when we sat down to talk about curiosity and gender identity. Is there a is there a good way to ask that question? Yeah, definitely. If you there's if you don't know someone's pronouns and you want to be respectful, a man uh, address them by what they feel comfortable with. It's always okay to ask. Can I ask what your pronouns are? What are your PGPs? Uh-huh. Preferred gender pronouns. They're willing to go into a public space. Um, saying that they don't know. Right. Which is a form of curiosity, really. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, the other form of, in terms of curiosity is sort of the what else is there? Yeah. You know, what else might this be? And I mean, have you had Evie, um, experiences where you felt like you sort of explicitly did that? Yeah, I was able to experiment with pronouns while I was in middle school. 
I went on a family trip and I asked uh, my mother if I could be addressed by male pronouns just to experiment if that those are the pronouns I feel more comfortable with and seeing maybe if I want to go down the road of transition. And through that experience, I was able to realize that transitioning may be the path I want to go down and that, you know, I might want to experiment later in life, but at the moment transitioning was maybe the choice I wanted to go down. Yeah. You know, transitioning doesn't have to go legally also. It yeah. could, right. You know, you don't have to legally change your name or you legally change your gender marker on any identification forms. And that just know that you are the gender you identify as, whether it be legal or not. People should respect that and know that someone's gender on their identification may not match up with the gender they identify and you must respect that. You know that it's it's okay to be curious around your gender identity or anything around yourself, um, and that being curious may not lead to one exact answer. Mm. And that if you think you've gotten somewhere, but then choose to be curious again, it's okay to be curious again. You know, we all love our kids. We love our kids unconditionally, and we want our kids to say what's true for them. And it might not be what's true for us. And we have to really respect, if we've raised a kid who can say what's true for them, that's something to really honor and to go with. And even if it's just a sense of allowing them to explore with you what's true for them, or going the whole way and supporting them through the transition in the way that's best for them, I just say don't shut down. Just open, open up, and take some time to look at what you might be afraid of in terms of your relationship to your own identity, to your own life, to your own community, and know that the most important thing is you and your kid and your kid and their truth, not any of those other things. And just, you know, love conquers all. Choose to be Curious airs Wednesday mornings at 10, Friday afternoons at 2.30. You can catch all my previous episodes on Mixcloud, Soundcloud, iTunes, or Facebook, all at Choose to Be Curious, or on my website at choosetobecurious.com. I hope you'll listen. Like us on Facebook and follow me on Twitter at choose number two, letter B, curious. And as you go into your day, how might you be curious and be curious again? Go ahead. Choose to be curious. <laughs>